yesterday morning, just as we're getting set to wrap the show, I got an email out of the blue from nowhere. And he says, Robbie, the headline, the, the title of the email is Robbie Jerry O'Connell here. Mm-hmm. Now, Jerry O'Connell is an actor who yes. I think is a new show out. He's promoting something or other. And he was supposed to be on the show and it got canceled like at 6.15 in the morning, 30 minutes before he was supposed to be right. on. Right. And I open up this email and he says, Robbie, a friend of mine is a listener of the station, told me that I missed an interview with you. I had no clue we had an interview. I'm yeah. sorry. Let's reschedule. And so I wrote back and said, is this... <laughs> Is this Jerry O'Connor? Is this really you? Well, if right, it is, then right. sure, I'll be, yes, we did. We gave you a hard time, but I'll have you on. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I say we had a hard time, we went so far as to have Best Man Cal on, who said, what does Jerry O'Connell even get to promote these right, days? Right, right. And we were just going, and you said I that really, he's quite the downgrade from John Stamos, because now he's married to Rebecca Romaine, who I, used to be married to John Stamos. I feel really bad. <laughs> but he sent me a phone number. Yeah. And so I was able to do a little recon on his phone number because we have ways. Of course. And his email address. It's him. It's him. It's, I'm 99.99% sure it's him. And we're taping with him uh, tomorrow. He said he wanted to tape it to be yeah. sure nothing went wrong. Well, right. Because we went on and on and kind of made fun of him. And now, like, I don't even want to be a part of this because I feel so awful that he trusted you with a personal phone number and email. Well, after what am I going to do? Nothing. But I... that. People just don't do, especially celebrities, don't do that. I they, guarantee you that you are not the first person to point out he is a downgrade from John Stamos. Listen, I, and that's not I'm to not say that Jerry down, isn't a handsome no, kid. No, no, but everybody loves John Stamos. I just, do you know anybody who's like, I hate John Stamos? No, no, that's not a thing. So that's all I was saying. I just, I, I feel really bad, and I don't want to be a part It'll of the interview. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm impressed that he's got friends that listen to the station. Well, that's the other thing. I so think that's ob- great that they took the time to tell him, and he felt so... And listen, it, we don't give out... This was my personal business email address. Yeah. That's, uh, he took the time to go and find the contact info mm-hmm. and to write me because mm-hmm. he felt bad he missed the interview. I think it's great. It is great. It says a lot about who he is as a person. Yeah, it really is. He seems like a really great person. And I was a fan of his uh, 80s superhero show, My Secret Identity, so I'm going to ask him about that. And Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting about Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> That's a quality movie right there. It's a pretty good movie. So tentatively, Mm -hmm. uh, he is scheduled to be here on Friday with us on the Celebrity Hotline. I don't think I want to be, I, I don't know that you I can't can, do this. I don't know. I don't think I can. I feel awful. It's, I feel awful. I don't know if he, actually, well, he should feel awful or should have felt awful. And now he made up well, for it. So I'm very pleased. What about he it. said to you though, was that he wasn't unaware that he had an interview. How so was he unaware? I don't, I don't know how long he, that He works. might've been unaware. He specifically had an interview with us. Cause I'm sure when they do these press gambits, they're on all kinds of shows, sure. but uh, he must've been aware that he canceled uh, with the, the booker that we use. But he personally reached out to you well, and, as he should. and apologized. I mean, you don't want to mess with me i'll ruin your career no you give me a break okay you're gonna ruin jerry o'connell's career that's right okay you don't come on this show all Uh success in hollywood goes through me yeah absolutely all right he'll be with us tomorrow tentatively Mm -hmm. on the celebrity hotline or friday we doing it friday friday on the celebrity hotline okay well let's now (laughs) let's just make sure we get this right so he's not confused again right friday on the Mm -hmm. celebrity hotline Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Good morning, America. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Wednesday, hump day, October the 19th, 2022. Gang's all here. We got another busy one today. Can you believe I got an email from Jerry O'Connell apologizing? No, no I'm still like... I'm not impressed that I got a, a note from you know a well-known person. I'm impressed that he had enough character. Right. To try and make it good because he wouldn't want to upset us. That's exactly why you miss a booking on Robbie and Rochelle. It could be all over. Definitely. (laughs) Lots of weight on your career. Be on with us on Friday. (laughs) I mean, he's really probably hurting his career by coming on here. I don't know if he. Probably. But he says he's got friends that listen, and that's how he knows. Mm -hmm. So so they must know what we're up to every day. I don't know. They know of the association of Joseph B. Nolan. I guess. They know what they're getting into. Why are you dragging Joe in this? I mean, why not? <laughs> uh, well, if he said, said later on this hour at 7.50, 7.29, 20 today, we'll do hashtag mom. God, Speaking of celebrities, going to go to the hotline. It turns out I have a whole lot in common. We have a lot in common with Ashley and Jared, mm-hmm. who you might remember from last season of Bachelor in Paradise on ABC. There's a new season airing Monday and Tuesday, and they have some insight for us. And we're going to find out just how much we have in common. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. do that a little bit later this hour. I had an altercation at the mailbox last night. I want to get into that. (laughs) 
Only you would have an altercation at the mailbox. Uh, listen, How does that this, even happen? Can't make it up. <laughs> $100 gas cards, or I guess it's cash for gas, right. as we're saying. The boss cash for gas. We'll do that after 7 this morning, trying to help you at the pump. Doing a little Wawa run. We got some money for you right after 7. 8.20, we open up the boss ticket window for Jim Gaffigan tickets at the base seat January the 6th. But right now, it's time for pre-coffee thoughts. A little something we do every Wednesday, hump day. Get us over the hump, closer to the weekend. Go around the room, have everybody write down a little stream of consciousness. For th- first thing that comes to mind, and we share it here on the radio just like this. And I like to try and guess who wrote what. Right. You never see a British food restaurant. <laughs> now, that's not entirely true. Do you see a British-themed I don't know that I've ever been to a British... Yeah, we went to one... Uh, up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. You remember oh, that? Oh, right. They yes. Pictures of the Union Jack. And, I ordered uh, nachos, though. Yeah. So I don't, I think it was just they like the, it was themed, but they didn't have British food. Yeah, but they have like British pubs, bangers and mash and the ales. I mean, they have, you could, if you find them, you probably. I guess. Not many, though. Search room, you'd find them, Not many. So I'm not sure I completely agree <laughs> with that one. Despite our excessive use, we seldom see smartphones in our dreams. That's interesting. Oh, that is interesting. I don't know if I've ever yeah. had a dream about my cell phone. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on my phone in, in a dream. That I can remember, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is we don't remember most of our right, dreams. So. Right, right. Can't remember my passcode in real life. <laughs> a marriage isn't truly successful until somebody dies, of natural causes anyway. I guess that's true. Till death do you part. I guess that's true. That's kind of morbid. But Even that... you've been married 75 years, it's not till death do you part. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky that mosquitoes don't target our eyeballs or oh. our ball balls. Oh. <laughs> they probably do target your ball balls. Yeah. Your balls. They're juicy. They're juicy. They're, they smell yeah. tasty. <laughs> They're just generally protected by clothing most wonder, of the time. What if mosquitoes smell, if they can smell? I, I think, think so. Or they're at least Is attracted it, to... They're attracted to blood, so I think that they can sm- Obviously, they know where to go to get the blood. They have to smell that somehow. I always think of that when you see like the naked guy on Survivor or whatever. Yeah, they, oh, must, they must get bug bites in very, unpleasant, very can, unpleasant places. You don't want a gooch bite. That's not going to be good. <laughs> this is not going to be a good time for you. That's being named my next cover band, Gooch Bite. <laughs> Everyone always cleans up after your dog on a trail, but nobody ever has to clean up after your horse. Mm. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Why is a horse just leaving his dung everywhere? The yeah. poor dog. And it's the size of a dog. Did, so did you bring a little bag for your dog's droppings? <laughs> Meanwhile, you got a guy on a horse in Central Park. He's yeah. leaving poo everywhere. He does. It's gross. Being tired from staying up too late, being tired from getting up too early are two entirely different feelings. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Getting the flu and not having uh, my drink for the day. Yeah. Same Very feeling. similar feeling. Same feeling. <laughs> People don't keep arguing on social media because they think they'll change someone else's mind. You know there's no chance of that. They do it because some small part of us is afraid that if we stop, they'll think they've won. That's right. That's I you. Think that's, I think that's true. I See, I don't engage in this sort of thing. I generally don't go back and forth people, but you're, you'll troll back all day. It depends on, on what it is. If it's politics or something actually serious, I won't. But if it's something stupid that someone is arguing about, I will because it's just silly. But I don't get into serious stuff. I just don't. I mean, occasionally I, you do. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of any time that I got into a. a well, what about me? You've defended me before. I've defended. If somebody says something. serious. If someone says something about you I or the kids or anybody who I actually care about, I will be the first one. And I will not let it go ever. Ever. So. You don't forget. Don't talk about my family. You're like an elephant. <laughs> talk about the uh, gas we're giving away, implicitly, or the money for gas. Yes. Uh, we all implicitly trust that gas pumps have the ability to count correctly. Mm. I've thought about that before when I was pumping gas. I'm like, is this, how accurate is that I'm I, I'm getting these gallons and it's, right? it's moving correctly? Because sometimes they move really quickly and sometimes they're going a lot slower. And I'm like, hmm. It was like you mentioned the other day. They say it's whatever it is in the bag of chips. Yes. But it's only 30% of the bag. Right. Hemorrhoid cream. (laughs) How's that transition? Hemorrhoid cream companies probably have large and nasty collection of butthole pictures sent in by customers. It's true. Gross. Oh, yes. I'm writing to tell you that your hemorrhoid cream, I have a picture right here to prove it. The product did not work. What you did is mailed a picture of your ass. That's what you did. You sent a picture of your ass to a corporation. (laughs) That's what you did. Really gross. Waiting for all episodes to come up so you can binge watch a show is both patient and impatient. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. One of the most dangerous trust exercises you can partake in is driving. 100%. Getting in the car with somebody that you are you don't fully know is definitely a trust exercise. Yeah. Well, you're trusting everybody else on the road. That's also true. That is also like true. Like you would say, you got to worry about the other guy. Mm-hmm. Social media has us feeling so connected that we grow apart. Oh. oh. Half a century sounds a lot older than 50. <laughs> 
It really does. Wait, you're a half a century? You're 50? Yeah, definitely sounds worse. Quesadillas are nacho sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Many pets live a life of unimaginable privilege and luxury, yeah. like a multimillionaire. I think most pets in a loving home probably live sure. the life that all of us dream we could have. <laughs> Just fed, water, pet, sleep. That's all you do. And clean up after them. Uh, well, right. Someone cleans. They do nothing except sit there and be cute. And I think we'd all like to have that life. Well, I think I have probably five out of six of those. Yeah, that's fair. You're I'm living pre- a pretty luxurious I'm, life. I'm pretty spoiled. You do have to get up and go to work, though, whereas, you know, Rick the Cat's sleeping at home in your spot. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He's not getting any belly that's rubs when saying. I get home. What is that about? <laughs> There's a bunch of articles going around this morning online. One of them from LAD Bible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a... Lad Bible. What is that? You know what that it's is? It's a website. Just oh, a... all right. Never heard of it. Is that like an entertainment it's website? Kind of, yeah, like kind of like a page six type of... Oh, I yeah. see. Anyway, there's a whole bunch. There's a lot of Netflix viewers very upset, and then they share some of the comments here, and then if you click on it, of course, there's even more comments of people upset about the ending of the new Netflix show, The Watcher, mm-hmm. which is based on a true story happened out in Westfield. Yeah. Right here in a great garden state. Now, I have not seen this, but I guess you just watched this show? I binged the whole thing. What is it about? There's only six episodes, but uh, maybe it's eight episodes. But it, uh, it's about a family that moves into the, what is their dream home. And yeah. as soon as they move in, they start receiving these notes from someone who names himself The Watcher that they're watching the house. And some of them are ominous and some of them are kind of scary. What your daughter's doing, what I, I'm watching you, I will be there. And, and this is based on a true story. Loosely. Yeah. Oh, loosely. So if, you, okay. so if you read it, it is it is about a family that did purchase this home. They did receive three different letters over the course of a few years. But the story goes into, and I don't want to spoil it, but if, if you have not watched it and you want to, spoiler alert, it goes into a lot of things about the neighborhood being in a cult and drinking the blood of children oh, and please. all of the Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely dramatized, but... Uh, yeah, it was good. The show was really good. Now, I, you said to I, me that you watched it, and you, I said, that doesn't sound like it's for me. You said, no, no. it's really not. It's not scary. It's, it's more scary. suspenseful. It's very suspenseful. But the end of it kind of left you hanging, and I guess people agree with you. Now, what what is the ending? There's no resolution. So, right, but I, I understand where people are coming from that it does. It just leaves you hanging. You don't find out who the watcher is. No. You don't. It doesn't give you, it doesn't wrap everything up in a bow, but there was no resolution for this family that they're that they're based it on. They moved out of the house and they had a hard time listing it because of a number of different things. The home has been listed several times. I was going to say, leave this to Rochelle, but oh, yeah. you actually looked up the oh, address went, of the real of house on Zillow you can see and the, you found it. Yep. You can find the listing. They tried to rent it out two different times. They couldn't get anyone to live in it. It's a beautiful home. You know what I mean, we do is we send the property brothers in there, fix yeah. it up, and you sell it for $3 million. Well, you know? that that's part of the uh, part of the show is the neighborhood is really intrigued and the historic aspect of the home. And this family was coming in and trying to do a bunch of renovations on the home, and the neighborhood did not like that. So that's probably what it is, right? Right, exactly. So the, there's really no. He's resolution. the old man up the street that never has his yeah. lights on. His shades are pulled. Yes. You, they say don't go there, kids, on right. Halloween night, right? Because he's a creepy old man. And he probably is just a curmudgeon that's right. you know harassing these people. Exactly, and so that's there. There was no resolution because there was no resolution. Like right. that's the actual ending is they moved out and that was it. And the the home was sold a few different times, and then it's someone's been living in it since 2019 now. But you know the so, part that irritates me is that people go on and are just flipping out about this thing. It's one of the worst endings ever. Yeah. And they're saying it's like The Sopranos no, or Game of Thrones. No. Remember, those are scripted shows. Right, right. This is based on something real. Like we had the guy on last week from the History Channel. The proof is out there. He does mm-hmm. a show about the UFOs and mm-hmm. the Loch Ness Monster. Now, it's interesting. And yeah. he shows you pictures that make you go, huh. Yeah. But of course there's no resolution right. because nobody knows the answers to this. So it's right. the same thing here. That's why there's no it's resolution, a, It people. was a dramatized show right. based on something. And so the sh- I really do, if you haven't, obviously I just gave every spoiler for it, but if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth the watch. It was a good show. It was well done. The yeah. acting was really good. I mean, Naomi Watts is in it. It's a, it's a really, it was really good. The ending just, there's, it just kind of. Because we don't know what it. happened. We don't know. It, maybe it's not over yet. There's someone living in it now. Who knows? So maybe they should have done a to-be-continued. In other uh, Netflix shows based on real life, uh, didn't Anna Delvey, the Inventing Anna girl, just yes. get out of prison? She did, yeah. So I think we got a sequel coming there, don't she's, you um, And she's under house arrest, technically, in New York, but she's been out. She's been seen out and about walking around, so... Go ahead. You know I want to hear it. <laughs> You're so basic. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's time for Hashtag Mom. Confession.
Yes. Every morning, 729, 20, you get the kids running around at your legs. You're watching TV. You got the mm-hmm. Netflix on, catching up on your inventing on. And we know it's tough being a mom. Send them in. Use that hashtag. We share them here on the radio. Grandmoms, dads occasionally. Sure. We share them all right here, 720 and 920. Heather Walters said, I asked my three-year-old why she was wearing a bathing suit at the dinner table as if I'd never met a toddler before. <laughs> it's funny how when you're a toddler, it's cute. When you're mm-hmm. 40, mm-hmm. they institutionalize you. Yeah. Kind of sad when you think about <laughs> Depends it. Depends on your body type, but yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Kayla Villanueva said, I wish my coworkers without kids had a sense of what it's like to try to work from home while your kid is dumping mountains of Legos into various plastic containers directly behind you. The sound is rattling my brain, but yes, let's talk about that monthly report. <laughs> don't step on that Lego. No. Then you get real problems. Mm-mm. Me, li- me life is dad. I think that's how it's supposed to be said. Me life is dad. You know what? Forget it. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I hate that Twitter handle. I don't want to hear his post. Okay. I don't want to All hear right. it. All right. <laughs> Hashtag mom. <laughs> Every morning, 72920. Send one in. We'll share it right here unless you get a stupid Twitter handle like that. Me life is being dad. Get out of here. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm in constant fear now, by the way, that I'm either going to say the wrong day or mm-hmm. the wrong date. I have such a bad habit of this. Yeah. So I'll, go, oh, I'll just write it on the board for you. It doesn't matter. I'll screw it up anyway. So Maybe we just shouldn't acknowledge a date. <laughs> well, it's feel today. Like, today is today. I know, but you know where I got Every the idea? Day. It's funny you say that. It's from the Today Show. Because remember Bryant Gumbel? Sure. I don't know if they still do it. I haven't seen the show in years, but he used to do that. For today, October the 5th, yeah. 1986. I think they do still do some. Good morning from New York. Bryant Gumbel, Jane Pauley. Who knew I did a Brian Gumble wow, impression? Was, Who does a Brian Gumble? This guy does a Brian Gumble. Man. Maybe you should just do a pre-recorded thing through the week and then it's already there. I used to love that classical music. It was so so majestic. We're broadcasting, you know? Did you actually get up at 6 a.m. to yeah, watch Yeah, when I was going it? to school, oh, sure. I guess, sure. They would have sure. the Today Show on in the background. Yeah, okay. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Willard Scott. I love Willard Scott. Oh, love Willard. Willard Scott. Love Willard. The big boutonniere. Mm-hmm. Wore his top hat. Yeah. Little bow tie. He was so cute. Give you the Smucker's birthday of yeah. the day. All these people that are over 100. <laughs> that'd be 140 now. I think Willard is is getting close to being on the Smucker jar now, right? No, he's dead. Is Willard dead? Yeah. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he died a couple years ago. When did I miss that? He was in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Oh, man. Really? I feel bad for all celebrities. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel bad for all celebrities that died during COVID, yeah, but not of COVID, because it right. didn't get covered by the I really mainstream did, media. I really didn't know that. No, yeah. I feel so sad. Bum, 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 bum. Good morning. Today, Aww. the day that Willard Scott died. I'm Brian Gumble. I'm actually bummed right now. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun playing the, the old Today Show theme in my head. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, you are. I look different today. First thing uh, Joe said we get on the Zoom thing, he goes, what happened to you? <laughs> so I figured I would address this before he makes fun of me on the, on the air. Went to shave last night. Yeah. And it's funny because I've had a beard now for a while. I know I talk a lot about this. Yeah. But you still have to shave. And one of the reasons I have a beard is I thought it would, uh, I wouldn't have to shave at all because I hated shaving. And I was like, well, I'll just grow it out. But if you don't trim it, you look like a bum. You look a little scraggly. And I could never make, you know, a big bushy beard look cool like that Chris Stapleton guy. or You know what I mean? Like, I don't look like that. No. I don't look, even David Letterman, who's got kind of a crazy beard. Like he somehow pulls it off, you know. I don't. I don't really like David Letterman's beard. It's but a, he it's doesn't a look lot. unkempt, do you think? No. Yeah, maybe a little look, bit. I, he does, I don't know. I don't know. I think because he, I'm just used to him. I don't know. It, it ages him a lot. He looks a lot well, older. Well, he's than, old. I know, but I think he would look a lot younger if he. He's only a it. few years away from being on the Smucker's birthday. I list. understand that, but he 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 looks it. I think if he shaved it, he wouldn't. It's just so gray. I think if he dyed it or did something, I don't know. Well, I I try to maintain it to the degree that I can. Right. But it's every other day you got to go and trim because you'll inevitably get one little hair that grows out and and then they curl and then it looks like hell. It looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we went to a new stylist that I think I'm due for a haircut again in a you couple are. of days, and she said your beard is crazy. You want me to fix it for you? And I went yeah. Yes, please. Dear God, ma'am. Yes, do this for you. And she did a great job. She did. Well, then after a week or so, I started to try and tweak it myself, but it's starting to get unkempt again. So you said, I'm just, you get this old, old razor. It's rusty. It's gross. It doesn't hold a charge. You're nope. like, you're, the, the charging cord is like an inch long. So you're standing on the set. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I right think now? I got that razor when I was a teenager when I first like, I'm going to shave, oh, you know? It was ridiculous. I've had it all these years. So you finally bought me a new one. Cheap. 
And it works great. Yeah. It works great. Mm-hmm. However, it's got different attachments. And you said, well, I think she used, what was it? The, the... Four. It was the number four is okay. what she so used. So if anybody knows anything about these electric razors, there's different uh, blade sizes right. depending on what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you put the one on there you thought would be appropriate for me. Yes. And I went to shave and it was doing nothing because right. I wanted my mustache especially was a little thick. So I said, well, I'm in the bathroom by myself. Yeah. And so I said, well, <laughs> let me just switch to, because there's like seven or eight attachments. Yeah. So I'm going to switch to what looks to me to be the next one down. You would have thought I would think to read the label on the attachment. I didn't think to do that. No, you didn't. So I went down to the finer razor. Mm-hmm. So then I did a swoop on my neck, clean off, took almost all my beard completely <laughs> off. So now I just got a big hole, like a big patch in the middle of my neck on yeah. the right. And I went, oh, no. No, I was in the other bathroom and you went, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just be clear. I didn't say, oh, no. No, you didn't. <laughs> And I'm like, I look like a freaking moron now. Yeah. Now, luckily, you were able to uh, shave it down and fix it, so mm-hmm. it looks it looks fine now. But it's just a little bit past five o'clock shadow. Yeah. But yeah, we but had to looks... go. We had to go that thin to try we and did. rectify the situation. We did, but it looks even. It looks good. I don't yeah. think it looks bad. It looks like you are well maintained and you're taking care. I don't think it looks bad at all. It's been the shortest I've had it though in probably like two yeah, years. It is short. So it's kind of a weird feeling to be this short. You know. Is your face cold? <laughs> Does it feel different? I always wonder that because I think if you have this big beard, it feels like a blanket on your face. No, right? you don't really even feel it. No, okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but you're you're definitely you usually mess with your lip a little bit more. I you're know. not doing that as much. Well, I can't because the hair is too short. It's a horrible <laughs> habit. I used to bite my knuckles when I was nervous. Yeah. Of course, you know, look at me. I'm nervous all the time, <laughs> and then I started doing that, like chewing my own it's beard. Gross. So it's just gross. I like that you can't do it now. It's yeah. good. It's I mean, it's a horrible <laughs> habit. So. Like a a billy goat. (laughs) 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 Your billy goat sounds like Seth Rogen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Want to smoke some pot? Amazing. I'm Seth Rogen as a billy goat, but... I think we're going to keep it this short because like it looks it. better and it stops me from my disgusting habit. There you so. go. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> disgusting. Hey, how are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Doing well, thank you. Now, we have a lot in common. I don't know if you know this, so I'm just going to run down the line and, and maybe uh, you'll get a kick out of this. So we met on a show like you guys been on a show. <laughs> I'm from Rhode Island. You're from Rhode Island. We got married there. You guys get married there. I grew up in Cranston. You grew up in Warwick about five miles away. You and I, we have a lot in common here, Ashley and Jared. Jesus, Wait, what part? So you grew up in Cranston. What you go to East or West? Well, I went to uh, fancy prep school in the city, but I did uh, take classes for a couple of years at Rhode Island College, which is also your alma mater. So I mean, you and I are like best friends here. Basically I had no best idea. Friends. Isn't that crazy? Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now hang on, I gotta hit the bleep button. That is awesome. Wait, well, how old are you? <laughs> so yeah, maybe we crossed paths. I'm yeah. trying to think of places we might have gone to a dance or something. Have you ever go to a dance at LaSalle? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. <laughs> Are you a Bishop Hendrickon kid? No, I went to Vets before it closed. Oh, okay. That's such a Rhode Island thing, before it closed. <laughs> it's like, I bet your grandma used to shop at Almax. You remember that place? Oh, yeah, in Ann and Hope. Yes. Oh, Ann and Hope. Oh, man, Jared, I love you. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Rochelle was showing me a video of you and Ashley uh, walking around you know, the at Paradise, and she was kind of busting your chops about, here's where you broke up with me the first time. Here's where I didn't get a rose from you the first time. Uh, how did that feel for you? Because I feel like if we were ever in Paradise, Rochelle would do this to me as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, the joke's pretty much old and over. <laughs> right. Um, the fans like the joke still, so I gotta care. Absolutely. I don't care. It's all for fun and for jokes, so, uh, except when I cry myself to sleep at night thinking about it. But other than that, it's fine. <laughs> Ashley, tell me with a straight face that you don't kind of sort of mean it just a little teeny, teeny little bit. Come on. On a day-to-day basis, absolutely not. When we were down in Bachelor in Paradise and reminiscing on certain areas, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened here. Yeah. It was happening here. But also, it's like kind of sweet because... We bounced back from those moments in the grandest way. We got married and had a baby. That's yeah. right. Well, congratulations right. on the baby. He's doing well. Watson is his name. He's doing well. Uh, Dawson. 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 Okay, I apologize. He's on the floor playing with water bottles and paper right now. He's very cute. He has the chubbiest little cheeks, and I just love him. <laughs> no, he's very chubby. He's got so many rolls in his oh. arms. He's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I love chubby babies. <laughs> They're so cute. The marshmallow yeah. man from Ghostbusters? Oh, that's funny. Oh, oh. so good. He's just got, like, I'm, I'm looking at his arm right now. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, 
got five. You got five lines in your left arm, bro. Oh, I love that. What are you feeding that kid? Uh, Everything? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. He maybe had a little ice cream last night. Oh, well, love it. So did I. So yeah. I totally you understand. enjoy life. YOLO. That's right. That's right. YOLO is right. So you guys are watching along with the new season here. Any thoughts, any observations, any predictions? For us to be able to watch it firsthand, it was like, Jerry keeps saying, like, live theater. Like, everybody gets to watch it as a TV show, and we got to watch it, like, with the actors in front of us, and right. it was awesome. So when it comes to predictions, we just see Serene and Brandon being together, and that's really the only obvious couple huh. as coming off of the second rose ceremony. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we're really close with um, a few of the people down there. I don't know. We're observing that, um, you know, forming a relationship is, in paradise is uh, difficult, you know? So it makes sure. me feel good, because Ashley and I didn't have... Uh, Smoothest road, so I'm like, ah, oh, you guys are struggling right along with us. All right, cool, we're not alone. <laughs> no, we uh, we watch the show. I uh, I know some men probably wouldn't admit that, but I love it. We watch it every year, and my two favorite things about Paradise are those little crabs that are always wandering around. It seems like everywhere, and that opening sequence where you play the Almost Paradise theme. Those are my two favorite parts of the show. <laughs> those are two very good favorite aspects. Now, what is the deal with those crabs? Is this exaggerated by the producers, or are they really if everywhere? If anything, it may be under exaggerated. Really? Really? I shook the crabs enough. The crabs are everywhere, and you think crabs are cute. You know, you think it's Sebastian from the Little Mermaid, <laughs> but they're actually, like, just, like, red tarantulas. Yeah. The only thing that's cute about them, they're, like, they're scared of everything. Like, they look at you petrified. No. And the other, like, really sad thing about the crabs in paradise is that they get killed all the time by accident, by doors opening. Oh. They, like, they oh. hang out in the crevice of doors. And you step on them, and it's just really sad. They're, they're dead everywhere. Oh, wow. She's not, I know, it's, it's actually quite tragic. Yeah. But uh, they are adorable. Like, so when you walk past them, yeah, she's not joking. Uh, there's crabs everywhere. It's kind of insane. But the, anytime you walk past them, they get their defense up and their claws go up, and they just stand there <laughs> as if, like, bring it, bro. And, <laughs> hands up. <laughs> yeah, it's either hands up or it's uh, bring it on, let's go. And, uh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. That. Well, on that note, the show airs every uh, Monday and Tuesday night over there on the uh, ABC machine. And uh, listen, we're uh, we're in Rhode Island uh, this weekend, so maybe we'll all hang out. What do you think? <laughs> uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Come down to Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge, our, um, our little cafe and bar down in South Kingston. Yes. Yeah, I think we we need to see that on our way up. Absolutely. We go right up 95 right by it when we come up from Jersey, so maybe we'll do that. Yeah, please do. You'll probably see me there. All right. Well, it's <laughs> great to talk to you guys. Thanks for being on with us. Thanks so much. I had an altercation with the postman <laughs> last night. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't me. I didn't in, uh, instigate this. Yeah. He did. <laughs> we have a communal uh, mailroom in our subdivision. Right. So I went down there and I got the little key to open the box mm-hmm. and check the mail. Okay. So I go down there, and the mail guy is there, and he's got all the boxes open for all the different units. Oh, okay. And he's sorting the mail, putting stuff in there. I don't know why the guy comes at 6.30 at night, but that's that's when he's here. Oh, interesting. And so okay. I said, hey, how are you? And I go to reach into my mailbox, because uh-huh. I know which one it is, right? I know the number. I can see that it's open, and I can see uh, that there's some things in it. Mm-hmm. There's a magazine. It appears like a, a letter, an envelope of some sort. So I say, ooh, I've got some mail. So I reach my right hand out to go, and he... With both his hands, stop motion goes, excuse me, sir, I'm going to need you to step back. You're kidding. I said, okay. I said, what, what happened? And he said, uh, when all the uh, all the mailboxes are open, I can't trust that you won't grab someone else's mail, which is a federal offense, and both of you and I could walk away from here in handcuffs. Are you serious? Dead serious. <laughs> and I went, all right. Okay. okay. So I took a step back and retreated wow. my hand, uh-huh. and he goes, I'm sorry, sir, I just, when all the boxes are open, I am unable to have a member of the public near the open boxes. I'm going to need you to stand at least 10 feet back. That is federal law. Okay. Was he dressed in a mail carrier uniform? Oh, yeah. Uniform? Okay, he's so got he... the mail carrier uniform, he's got the big bag with yeah. all the letters in it, and he's filing them. And this is true, he's correct. It is a federal crime to steal someone's well, mail. Well, you're not stealing someone's <laughs> mail. But it's, I could see if I went to grab someone's mail, yeah. but he says, how do I know which mailbox is yours, even if I let you reach into that one? Yeah. I said, well, I have the key right here. <laughs> and he looked at the key, and of course it doesn't have the numbers on sure, the key. Sure. It's just the key that the, uh, the subdivision gave us when we moved into this place. So there's... I said, I'll just wait. 
And he said, would you like me to close just the individual box and we can do a test and see if your key actually opens it? Are you it? serious? I said, no, listen here. Listen, listen here, cowboy. Just finish what you're doing <laughs> and I'll check. I got nothing going on. Right, I'll, I'll wait right. a minute. And he's filing and he apologizes a couple of times. And I'm, thank you for your patience, sir. I appreciate your understanding. We uh, And he starts naming the code that he needs to follow. Every time he uh, fills a mailbox. Oh, my God. And this is a young guy, by the way. Yeah. It's not like it's... Uh, Taking his job very seriously. Very seriously. He went full SNL Jim Carrey lifeguard on you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to need you to step away from the mailbox. Can we make a 10-foot perimeter? As a member of the public, I can't have you this close to other people's mail. Wow. I, I can see what you're putting in the boxes. I'm not blind. <laughs> And and most of it is coupons for junk Giovanni's mail. Pizzeria. Right. I mean, that's what it is. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't want to steal someone. And else's you want to bills. apply for a new credit card? I mean, wow. that's so I waited the time. And then uh, and he stood there and watched to make sure. Now he's closed it and locked up he the whole did? thing. But I could see him, and he was kind of lingering to see if my key. What do you think? I'm some sort of a mail thief. Who wants to steal someone's mail? I don't understand that. Please stand back, sir. So, that's hilarious. But I kept my cool. I didn't yell back, and he said, "Thank you for your cooperation." I said, "Not a problem. You have a great day." I wonder if they have a camera in there and we can get footage of that because I'd love to see that. Holy I think that would be hilarious. What was the deal with that? <laughs> now, I'd like to point out, I was just giving kudos, I think it was Monday, to the post office. Yeah. Because unlike the uh, the uh, card companies, the mm-hmm. Hallmark companies, uh, the greeting card companies, they have uh, adapted and we don't have to lick the stamps anymore. Oh. They have sticker stamps. <laughs> yes, yes. And I did. am advocating that the greeting card companies do the same because mm-hmm. you still have to lick the envelope if you want to send someone a thank you card or a birthday card or right. something. The post office knows that we don't want to be licking stamps anymore. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. <laughs> so they get the stickers. But now this makes me rethink my whole positive uh, attitude about the post office because I was so put off by this. And I understand that the guy is doing his job. Yeah. But that was just a little much, you know? Yeah, that seems a little bit excessive for someone who's just trying to get your mail. I mean, what if I did take a step forward? Was he going to tackle me? I feel like he was. (laughs) Get your ass kicked by a postman? He's going to go postal on you. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Maybe that's why that's a saying, going postal. Well, at least I get the sticker stamps right. Yeah. How these things happen to me? I just, I shouldn't leave the house. Oh, my God. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Man, who gets in a fight with the postman? They're just ridiculous. But anyhow, got the mail. And we got a nice coupon for Giovanni's Pizza. So <laughs> looking there forward to trying good. It. Yeah. You know, a pizza place is solid when it's got a little cartoon mascot. And this place does. Okay. Looks like a little chef with a mustache. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you know, like when they say you go in, uh, if you don't know anything about wine, just pick a label you like, and it might be a good bottle of wine. It's a good way to experiment. They say the same thing about uh, trying different pizza places, because there's one on every corner. Yeah. And if you don't know where to go, you know, pick one that's got a fun mascot. That's a good place to start. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Sure, why not? I don't know that I ever heard that, but... Well, it's because I just made it up right now. Oh, okay. I like it. <laughs> it's because I, I like just it, made though. it up. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I usually go to the one that's the closest. I mean, you know. Well, that's also a good strategy, yeah. too. There's no need to work off those calories. Just go to the closest one. <laughs> if you don't like that one, go to the next one. Usually. Like you said, there's one on every corner. And, uh, you know what? In the town I live in, virtually there there almost is mm. a, a, a pizza slash Italian restaurant. I bet in downtown Westfield, there's five of them at least, maybe six. I noticed in most uh, I noticed in most municipalities, you go up the street and it's a pizza place, nail place, yep. construction place. Funeral home and repeat. Mm-hmm. It seems to be. Yeah. And gym. There's sure. a gym. Throw a couple gym gyms nail in there. Places, yeah. 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 places yeah. are all over the place. Maybe a couple of Walmarts, <laughs> and then you pretty much have described every plaza in the Great Garden State. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, that's the cool thing about where I live. There's, there's a downtown. You know, there's an actual yeah. town. Mm-hmm. And uh, as opposed to just strip mall after strip mall. Um, but right. uh, Well, at least you, know, you don't same, live near Kermit the DJ. At least you got that going for you, because I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't even imagine. <laughs> can't even just knowing you're that close at night to Kermit uh, the DJ just gives you that. Just, you just want to potential. take a shower all the time, you know. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> the potential like to running into him on like the street. <laughs> Scary. It really. Now, luckily, is. we haven't we haven't run into Kermit, but we know he lingers close by. He's pretty. <laughs> he's, he's on a lily pad it. somewhere playing Rainbow Connection on a ukulele. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> he's lurking, <laughs> just lurking somewhere in the back. I was reading an article. Matter of fact, I shared this on my Facebook that people want their uh, content, their radio show people on demand. And mm. we offer that to you, you know. You might not be aware of this, but you don't just have to remember to listen every day. We appreciate that you are. Don't get me wrong, but you can also get us on demand yeah. wherever you get your podcast or right at 1071theboss.com. There's a little button. Just press play any day you want. Mm-hmm. Every single show, it's all right up there <laughs> without interruption. Uh, there's no music in it, so it's just us. So it's all your favorite moments every single day. I just. 
on demand. There you go. That's what we do. Giving the people what they want. That's what we, we're all about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can say that with a straight face, but. <laughs> you did a good, it was a good effort. We're on all the socials too, right there, 1071theboss.com. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know, being the no number five to number one. Of course, we start at number five and count down today. Some crazy ones today. Number five, there's museum goers in London shocked to see two people, two protesters, emerge from the group getting a tour, mm-hmm. you know, through the museum. Right. And they threw cans of tomato soup <gasps> at Vincent Van Gogh's famous sunflower paintings. You know the ones oh I'm talking gosh, about? You probably really? picture them, right? Yeah. Van Gogh said, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Cheap joke. They also Cheap super joke. glued their hands to the wall as a statement. Of what? Against the British government, I guess. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like the British are so nice, aren't they? they uh, Security. Wow. I mean, here there would have been a guy that just knocked them just, down and yeah, tackled them oh, like he's absolutely. Brett Favre or something. Yeah, but. they would have ripped their hands right off the wall. Why would you do that? You know what's crazy to me? It's just think you travel all the time, right? I do. Just think of what a pain it is to go to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Just think of what a pain it is to go to a concert. To go to sure. Last time we went to a big stadium show, I think it was at PNC, right? Yeah. There's like six checkpoints before you mm-hmm. get in the place, which is fine. Gotta have the clear, tiny bags or no bags at all. Nobody yeah. at a major museum in London. Yeah, how do they get soup where they have in there? priceless paintings? Thought to check their bags and see if they had an open can of Campbell's soup. Right, right. Why? 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 Uh, security. Number four. What actor has delivered the most f bombs ever on the big screen? I'm going to let you take a guess, and I bet you'll be right. Samuel L. Jackson. No, that's a good guess. Really? But that is not right. It is Joe Pesci. Oh. Okay. With a total of 272, wow. there are 241 in Casino alone. You're kidding. I believe we have some audio of... Stay off the Garden State motherfucking parkway because it's f***ing crowded. Get a go on to Route 9, hang a left, and go f*** yourself. And then don't come back to the Jersey f***ing shore no more. <laughs> yeah, there he is. So good. Joe Pesci. That's who that is, isn't it? It is, for sure. Yep. Number three, <laughs> during a concert in Chicago, the pop singer Harry Styles, he goes out with the movie star Olivia Wilde mm-hmm. too, right? He's uh, doing a little chit-chat with the audience in between songs. Yeah. And I guess someone goes, play some music through a bottle, hit him right in the balls. Oh, no. It's very unseasonable. Well, that's unfortunate. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Man. Poor guy. Now, you just have no idea how much that hurts. But any man knows exactly how much that hurts. Well, And And so I give him major kudos to keep the show. The show must go on, you know? And in front of a huge crowd. I mean, you paid the ticket to see this guy. You're going to throw something at him? Yeah. What the heck? You think it was Jason Sudeikis? (laughs) Olivia Wilde's ex-husband there? (laughs) They've had kind of an acrimonious divorce, so. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who would expect this kind of, like at an Ozzy Osbourne show or like, you know, Megadeth, I guess I would expect like a rowdy crowd. It's Harry Styles. And what a shot. He's a little little pretty boy up there. The guy throwing it. I mean, wow. (laughs) Why are we allowing people, just like the the Campbell's Soup at the Louvre, I mean, what is happening? Number two, Guinness World Record. You know, I love these Guinness World Records. There's Mm -hmm. a 100-year-old man in Ohio, because sometimes it's Ohio. Ohio. He has set the Guinness World Record for being the world's oldest practicing doctor. His name is Dr. Howard Tucker, and he has a TikTok page. <laughs> Here he is talking about things that he has never done as a doctor all these years. See, there's three things I would never do as a doctor. I would never smoke. I would never jump on a trampoline. I've seen too many people paralyzed from their necks down. And I wouldn't ride a motorcycle. That was chilling, huh? That was chilling. That's pretty good advice, though, I suppose. I guess. Uh, your, your, your test results have come back as dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just because I'm old. Everything's dusty. Is he 96? No, he's 100. 100. He's a 100-year-old 100. 100. doctor. Would you go see a 100-year-old doctor? I, I don't know. I, you probably I, like that because you, you still want your... Your uh, eye doctor to be there who retired like 10 years ago. You're like, he needs to just come back. You'd probably like that. Well, I think what I would like is I get on the scale. And he's like, does it does it say 300? I'm like, no, it's just 156. <laughs> Dr. Henry, that's what Mark it says. Mark it down. Mark it down 150. Like, give me the pen. I'll do it for you. <laughs> also, if you could prescribe me some painkillers. Yeah. They'll go nicely with my vodka later. <laughs> Bonus story for you. Blink-182 fans. Mm. I know it's shocking, but there are such a thing. Mm. Are unhappy with Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing. You know how they uh, yeah. the pricing fluctuates? Oh, yeah. 
Mark Hoppus, the lead singer of the band, uh, said he is very frustrated but adds the band doesn't control it. Well, that's BS because they absolutely control it, and I'll tell you how. They say to Ticketmaster, we're not playing the shows right. until you negotiate with us and our mm-hmm. management a new deal. This is the same crap that Bruce should have yeah. uh, negotiated. No, he's got more money than God now. I know that he was working in Asbury Park, right. but now he's got more money than God, so what he says is, I'm Bruce Springsteen. I'm right. not going to play unless you fix this. Yeah. But none of them do that, do no, they? No, they don't. Actually, you know who does do that is Billy Joel. Billy Joel does do Billy that. Joel also refuses to sell the first six rows at Madison Square Garden to make sure that super fans, because they do ticket packages, so if he can do it, other yeah. of these guys can do it. You're right. Blink-182 right. has fans. Well, that might be the headline. The Travis Barker, who's in Blink-182, is now married to a Kardashian, so he's got to make that money, you know? <laughs> well, he's got to keep it coming in. It's Ticketmaster <laughs> making the majority of the yeah, money. That's they take true. all those fees and all well, that. Well, then I don't understand why the band wouldn't say... We're not going to go with you because you're going to gouge everybody. They don't see any of that profit. That's right. I don't really understand. You can do it all. You can do whatever you want. By the way, you know who used to own Ticketmaster? Live Nation. You know who used to own Live Nation? Bob Pittman. Really? The iHeart guy. (laughs) I'm going to let you do some sleuthing and figure all of that out. Yep. <laughs> also, if you can figure out what my password is, because every time I try and buy tickets for something, it goes, there's already an account with this email address. I'm like, I don't know what the password is, though. I don't want to make a new one. Bob. And number one, Google says the top trending costumes right now. Now, we already had a list last week that I thought, but they say the top trending costumes are, according to Google searches, Daredevil and mm. Princess Diaries. Really? Does that make any sense? I do know. Daredevil? Daredevil. I don't get that one, but I do know that... Uh, Justin Bieber's wife Haley dressed up as the Princess Diaries thing, so I'm guessing uh, it's trending because okay. of that. I don't know why she would do that. Movie's from like 1999, but here you go. Whatever. If you're uh, going out with a group of friends, yeah. Uh, number one, dress up as a group of Dominoes. That's the number one search. Number two, the Scooby Doo Gang. Okay. Number three, Pac Man. One guy's a ghost. One guy's Pac Man. These all seem very retro to me. One's what a is, strawberry. Is there nothing good right now that well, you can dress up as? Funny you say that. The top trending uh, partner costumes, husband and wife costumes, yeah. I guess. Tiffany and Chucky, you know, from Child's Play. Weird. Okay. Ross and Rachel. What? And really? an old standby, Sonny and Cher. Okay. I've always said that you and I should do Sonny and Cher, and you need to be Cher because you're taller than me. And you'd look good with a mustache. I think it would be great. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, put your little hand in mine. <laughs> Wednesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Chris Kattan, 52. Remember him from Corky Romano, Night yes. at the Roxbury, Saturday yes. Night Live. Trey Parker, one of the co-creators of South Park. He's 53. John Favreau, Ty Pennington, Evander Holyfield. He's the guy to get his ear bit off by yeah. Tyson, isn't yeah. he? Most of them is 60 today. John Lithgow and Jeannie C. Riley had that big hit, Harper Valley PTA. I love that song. <laughs> She's 77 today. Today is National New Friends Day mm. and National Evaluate Your Life Day. <laughs> That's just cruel. Put those two together, isn't it? That's awesome. That's some sadistic <laughs> shit right there. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm a little I'm a little vulgar today. I'm playing with the bleep button, but there you are. I like that uh, Harper Valley PTA. That was a great song. Remember that song? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. That with the other one, the other one too that I always think about that of that Billy Joe McAllister thing. Yeah, uh, Ode to Billy Joe. Ode sure. to Billy Joe, whatever that was. That was a that was a good song too. Same sort of genre kind of thing. But I love that. I, love I think there songs. was a Harper Valley PTA TV show that was inspired by. Yes, the song. there hmm. was. There was. I You're can't right. remember who was in that, but uh, might have been. <laughs> can't either. I want to say Valerie Harper, but I think I'm just thinking Harper Valley PTA. But anyway. I like that uh, Ashley and Jared from Bachelor in Paradise. I kind of went into that a little skeptical. Because they seemed, I don't know, like goofballs on the show. Because we watch that show, and then we, we get did. them on the phone. They were really nice kids. I liked them a lot. I would, oh. have, I'd have dinner with them. I'd hang out with them. <laughs> if they're oh. paying, I'll have dinner with them. Yeah, yeah you, right. Think, you think they're super rich just from being on that reality show? Well, yeah. I, I don't think they're super rich from the show, but I think that they are. They're smart and using their money. Well, I mean, they open their own place, and they've got a. It's. I just went on the Instagram page, and they've got forty thousand followers for a little teeny tiny cafe in Rhode Island. So unbelievable. <laughs> There are a lot of coincidences, though, how much we have in common, don't you think? Yeah. I've gone so Hollywood. I want to hang out with these guys. i got Jerry O'Connell emailing me. I've gone so Hollywood. I feel dirty about myself today. This is not who I am. I don't care about these celebrity types. I'm sorry, no. Joe. I apologize. I shouldn't be like this. No, it's fine. No, you're right. You're not like that at all. You're not a big Hollywood guy. You're like me. I was out there, you know, doing a couple of things, and I felt so out of place. <laughs> Yeah, but you've met all these people. You know everybody. Like yesterday, we were mentioning, I don't think I told you this, we had a caller who said, he thought, remember we were talking about the most annoying voice? And yes. he said it uh, had to be Howard Cosell. Joe knew yeah. Howard Cosell. I mean, you know everybody. Well, knew isn't the, I mean, I he knew me, I knew him, but I mean, we weren't like, you know, 
That makes it sound like I was his buddy. He he didn't, you know, if he fell over me, he might know me, but that's about it. <laughs> and just uh, just picture that in your head. Yeah. <laughs> just picture Howard Cosell falling over Joe. He was always nice to me, though. You know, he always got that that impression that he, not impression, he, well, he was kind of a jerk to a lot of people, but yeah. he uh, he was always nice to me, so. You know, Seacrest, you know all the important people, so. Seacrest, yeah. But Joe's much more Hollywood than me. I need to stop Kelly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but did you see Kelly responded to that thing that we were talking about with yeah, Kathy Lee? she slapped back. Yeah, so Kathy Lee said, I'm not interested in your book, and Kelly said, good, I don't want you to read my book. <laughs> oh, hey now. <laughs> I love it. I like oh, me, that's a little harsh. I like me some Kathy Lee. <laughs> He's a fierce lady. I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I like her, too. I, have, I always liked her. I like Kelly, though, too. Kelly's a sweetheart. No, I don't like her. Sort of. <laughs> wow. I don't like her at all. I get the Howard no. Cosell vibe from Kelly. Huh. Uh. She seems nice. I don't know her. Because I'm just a regular person <laughs> yeah, over you here. You really are a regular person. <laughs> I just said I don't want to sound Hollywood, and Joe and I sound obnoxious. Yeah, it's, you do a little just bit. gross, okay? I'm just over here drinking my coffee. I'm like, I'm, I got my scrunchie in and my coffee. It's exactly hey, it's listen. 100% true. <laughs> you know, I, you don't get any of this on that point station, do you? <laughs> I don't know what you get over there. Probably eight minutes of commercials back to back. <laughs> While they write their blogs. That's right. Say it with me. Good morning. Good morning. It's the boss. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Good. You driving I'm already? I'm driving, yeah. Where are you going? Going to my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, unless you're excited to go, in which case I'm glad to hear that. No, thank you. I like my job. Okay, good. No, what okay. do you do? Can I ask that? I'm in the civil engineering field. Ah, in what city? Uh, well, I live in Bridgewater, so I, I um, but I work in uh, Warren. Okay, I just like to vet the people that we give uh, money to here. Did I mention that you're caller 10 and you just got 100 bucks, boss, free cash for gas? Nice going. Well, I figured that since you were talking to me for uh, longer than, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> now, now, hang on. Do you think I just, uh, I don't talk to people unless I'm giving them something? I talk to everybody. I'm nicer than I sound. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm joking. That's all right. What's your name, by the way? Uh, Brian. You would have thought that'd be the first thing I'd ask, but yeah, I just think. thought of it now. All right, Brian, 100 bucks <laughs> to fill up on us. Enjoy, man. Hey, thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Hang on the line here. We'll get all of your info. There's like a little delay going on there. <laughs> it's He Said... She said, with Robbie and Rochelle. We'd like to add in what Joe said, too, because he always has an interesting twist on these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, she said, Joe said. You know, because Rochelle and I are together all the time, so sometimes I think we right. uh, we think too much alike, so it's nice to get your askew point of view. But this is an interesting uh -huh. question. This is a homecoming for a lot of kids right now. Matter of fact, I just got an email. I don't even know how I got on this list, but I got invited to homecoming slash uh, reunion weekend at my old uh, preppy high school where we had to wear oh. the sport jackets and the little bow ties, you know? They want yeah, money. That's why you got on there. Yeah, exactly. That's what they want. <laughs> They, want they, it's, they it's, like uh, you to donate. Yeah, I know that. They certainly wouldn't want you back on campus, so there's got to be another reason, and it has got to be money. That's true, and if I had money, I think I would donate, but not because I really care about the school. It's because I, they have a, a campus radio station where I worked, you know, 30-something years ago, and I would love it to be the Robbie Bridges uh, Broadcast Center, uh, but mm -hmm. I know you have to give, like, a million dollars for that to be the case. Yeah, but if, if I was, was going to say, it's a little out of your range, I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> It's a little out of your price range here, big fella. <laughs> I couldn't afford to go to the golf thing with Joe the other day. He wants me to have a broadcast facility named after me. But anyhow, uh, it's uh, homecoming time. So you're going to thinking, where is your prom date now? The girl you, uh, or, or the boy you took Right prom. upstairs. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, Marianne and I, I took Marianne and my senior. You never heard this story? No. no I mean, we knew that you I knew each other that far that. back, but I didn't know you did prom together. Oh yeah, Marianne and I. I she I took her to my senior prom. Yeah. Do you remember That's what? Awesome. Uh, do you remember what kind of dress she was wearing? It was pink. Uh, I, I I actually we have we found a picture. Oh, <laughs> oh Joe, a, can you uh, send that to me? I, yes, I absolutely can. <laughs> um, in fact, well, I'll do it right this second. Um, <laughs> it was a uh, kind of a, 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 a brownish, tannish, beigeish. Uh, kind of very uh, modest sort of dress. It was Aww. very, very sweet. Now, what about and, you? Uh, Were you dressed like one of the Dumb and Dumber guys with the... Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, just a stupid brown tuxedo. With Do you have big, ruffles? 
Giant, oh, of course. Yes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I love the ruffles. And a, and a big giant brown tie. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we knew each other. We we dated all my, my whole senior year and then into my freshman year of college. Yeah. Do you remember uh, one of the slow dances at the end of the prom that year? Absolutely. Uh, it was one of the most amazing five minutes of my life. Absolutely. Uh, when they played uh, Color My World. Oh, Chicago. Oh, that's And five. then just you and me. And I, I just, I never forget that. That was one of the most incredible like I said, Aww. nights of my life, the prom. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm getting a little misty. I, know, I like the sweet side this. of you, Joe. This is nice. It's very nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I truly did. Look at Rochelle and I yeah, got a little misty. That's so sweet, oh, Joe. A couple of saps we are. My, my prom right, date's my ex husband, so. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know that. Sorry. Oh, didn't, you didn't know that? I didn't realize that, no. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I went to prom a lot. Like, I started my sophomore year mm-hmm. and I went to, with someone else. And then my junior year, I went with someone else. And then my senior year, I went, he, my ex-husband took me and then I went to his the next year because he was a year younger than me. So I went to like five different proms. Here, I just so. sent you the picture to both of you. Oh, oh I'm going to post it up there. Is that okay if we post that on the, yeah, the, sure, the Patreon? Yeah. I know, yeah, listen. I've, I've posted it a hundred times. This is enough uh, sweet stories from the whole group of you. You ready for my story? Why is that sweet? Yeah. Well, my ex-husband. Well, I mean, it's still sweet that you <laughs> have yeah, those fun memories. So well. You know, listen, just because he's your ex-husband doesn't mean we have to say everything bad about him. No. I'm sure there was some good there. And Joe's story's sweet. Well, here, listen to this. Now, by the way, Joe, Rochelle has this idea that because, yeah, Yes, there's been a couple of periods here and there where I went hog wild when I was single. She thinks that I was, you know, the Don Juan. I was such a loser when I was in high school. I mean, never had a, well, I guess I had one girlfriend, kind of, but I never really went out with anybody. And so I was, I wanted to go to prom because I went to none of the other dances in school. And uh, I was already working as a DJ. And I went to a concert that the station I'm working at, had, they had the... Um, and those guys that sang that song in the 90s, Who Let the Dogs Out? You remember that song? Oh, Who yeah. Let the sure. Dogs Out? Yeah. yeah. So I went to the concert with those guys, and they uh, it was a charity thing, and they had the girl that was the, that was up in Massachusetts, Miss New Bedford. And so I uh, I met her backstage because they had me introduce the band. And so I said, uh, she I don't know, she's probably two or three years older than me. I said, you know, I have a dance. Would you like to be my date? And we went as friends, and I thought I was just uh, hot stuff taking a beauty queen there. But, I mean, we... Yep. It was it was a terrible rainy night, and we went, and we were gone. Like an hour later, she's like, "I have to get back. I have you know an actual thing to do. Have I done you know? I've I've done this nice oh, thing really? for you, my friends. Of course, do I you know these, where she's at now? No, I haven't haven't seen her in all these years, so I've oh, not okay. a clue. But so not a not a great memory for me. <laughs> I thought I was going to have this amazing night, and she wanted to well. leave after half an hour. So. Yeah, I think a lot of times with prom, that's the way it is. It's either wonderful, amazing, or just absolutely horrific. Yeah, I don't know if it was horrific. Actually, you know, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, the one girl I did go out with in high school ended up coming with another friend of mine, and that was a whole thing, too, because I didn't know she was going to be there, and that was awkward, because I think she was trying to get back with me. It was a... That's Anyhow, very awkward yeah. when that happens. Yeah, but I did get the date of Beauty Queen, so I had that going for me. That was awesome. Yeah, no, my junior year, the girl I dated my freshman and sophomore year, uh, was a, was a year ahead of me, so she was there as a senior on my junior prom. Look at you, the junior senior prom thing, and she was there, and I, it was just I was miserable. A whole night was just miserable the whole time because uh, she was there with some other clown. Uh, <laughs> and they were probably playing disco duck. <laughs> well, no, not in 1975. I don't think so. Was it, yeah, it's about that time, was it? Or maybe Muskrat no, Love? No, it was up there. Muskrat Love. <laughs> the Captain and Tennille. There oh, you go. God, you gotta love them. All right, so here's the deal. Where is your prom date now? Do you know or you have any idea? Do you care? 732-774-4444. Call us. Text this very same number. That's 774-4444. Or do the Facebook. That's your he said. She said. And yeah, Joe said too. Kind so. of coffee is just awful this morning. I made it, too. I it's just, you made it. I know, but it's just awful, and I, I like it hot. I think it's because I let it get cold. Oh. We've got to get a coffee pot in this building, even <laughs> if i got to put it at my desk. It's just awful. <laughs> Jesus. Man. 8-12, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Because just as I was about to uh, come on here, I just took a swig, so wet my whistle a little bit. Yeah. It's awful. Ugh. You need to put cream in it. That's your problem. Well, I don't like cream in the coffee. I just want the coffee to be hot and flavorful. It's just terrible. It's like mud. And you're right. I have no one to blame but myself. Yeah, you made it. Gonna get some hot coffee at the desk. (laughs) Hopefully he's got a nice steaming hot cup of joe. Brian in Bridgewater. He stopped at the Wawa, get a little gas on Mm. us. We gave him 100 bucks. Boss, cash for gas. And I hope he also got a cup of coffee there. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to spend every penny of it. If you want to spend like, you know, 65 on the gas and then go buy yourself a croissant and a coffee, that's fine. We don't care.
Wawa coffee's real good, too. Yeah, sure. Everything in Wawa is good. <laughs> Sponsor of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Wawa. Those other places are terrible. Go to Wawa. It's true. Uh, Brian uh, in Bridgewater this morning, and he won uh, about 7 o'clock. We're doing it every single day. Van Dusen off today. Uncle Ross Britton filling in, and he'll have your chance to win that money. Another 100 bucks, about 3 this afternoon. Meanwhile, we got a he said, she said. going on here. Where is your prom date now? It's that time of year. It's homecoming time of year and all of yeah. that. So think back to school, those golden rule school days. Mm-hmm. Where's your prom date now? Who was it? What are they doing now? Listen, I actually have no idea where he is. I haven't spoken to him in years, but he was a really nice guy. But he fell asleep at prom, and it was at the Emerald City Dance Club in New York City. Wow. He fell asleep. He didn't want to be there. <laughs> fell asleep at prom? I You're know. 18. Why I, are you tired? Mm-hmm. What are you tired from? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he had a long day. Maybe he had a, had a summer job going already. I don't know. Yes. Nick said, after a quick Facebook stalking, <laughs> she's working at the U.N. in Egypt and apparently a lot smarter than me. The U.N. is in New York. What does he mean? The embassy? The foreign embassy? It says at the U.N. in Egypt. So All maybe right. she's working at, in Egypt at their U.N.? <laughs> I don't know. What? Walk like an Egyptian, all right? I don't. I have no idea what that means. I right, cut out of that one. <laughs> ben said she got more attractive and is an elementary school teacher. How could I have messed that one up? Okay. All right, so boss. <laughs> hey, good morning. Hope I'm not too late to the game. Not at all. But you know, my, my prom date is still by my side. My prom date is by my side. Oh. We'll be married 30, 32 years, the end of the month. Well, how long uh, after prom did you guys get married, you crazy kids? Uh, five years after. Well, you've been together a long time. Absolutely. Is he picking up his socks after himself now? <laughs> Have you trained him? Oh, 100%. 100%. He's an <laughs> awesome man. I, I wouldn't trade him for the world. Oh, oh, well, that's so that. sweet. We like to hear that. Because I do find it a little bewildering that people, sweet people, listen to this show. <laughs> Where is your prom date now? Uh, and by the way, there's a Reddit story that someone forwarded to us that's kind of apropos as well. And I guess it was, uh, there's a Reddit trend that's similar to this because yeah. uh, a woman said that her mother, she grew up in a small town, her mother sent her a news clipping from the local paper now that she's moved away and says, look what happened to your prom date. Right. And what was the deal? He's on meth or he's arrested <laughs> apparently, or something? Yeah, apparently he was arrested for meth and then she went on to say, I'm not shocked looking back. He drove uh, an 89 Camaro and wore a puka shell necklace and had <laughs> frosted tips. All signs were there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> Big ups. That's what the kids say, right? Big ups to Adam for winning. That's what they say. I think so. Not good. It's fun to say, though. <laughs> All right, talk to the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It is brought to you today by MyMediMinder.net. Loved ones not taking medications? Check out MyMediMinder.net. MyMediMinder.net. Okay. For more information. CBB, you can reach us at 1071theboss.com. You can do it on our Facebook page. You can always text the link to us, a little info, 732-774-4444. Get a fun event going on. It's just for fun. If it's for charity, if it's a business, an organization trying to give back, do mm-hmm. some good in the hood, let us know and we share them all right here on the old CBB. By the way, you can also check out station events, community events at 1071theboss.com. Boss Roadie is going to be out the LBI Fall Fest, 18th Street in Ship Bottom going on this weekend, Saturday, 1 to 4. Then on Sunday, see you out at uh, Bar A, Lake Como, 16th Ave for Tom Cunningham and Springsteen on Sunday, live and in person. Live music, too. Always brings in the uh, Jersey Shore artists, in addition to the Bruce Springsteen Records. Yes. That's 9 a.m. Sunday morning. A couple of places you can score some prizes with the Boss Roadies. The uh, Brick Elks Lodge, they let us know they're hosting a trunk retreat. Not a tricky tray, but a trunk retreat. That's going on Saturday from 1 to 4, Hooper Ave in Brick. It's free event. Rain date is the following day, Sunday, this Sunday, the 23rd. Brick Elks Lodge, number 2151. Just search them on Facebook for the details on that one. New Bethel Church here in Neptune City is hosting a vendor expo. That's going on Saturday, December 10th. But now is the time to register if you'd like to be part of this. It'll go on Saturday, December 10th, 11 to 4. Clothing, jewelry, art, food. They'll have uh, desserts, music. Gourmet desserts, by the way. Oh, yummy. But yes, they're looking for vendors. You can reach out to be a part of it at newbethelchurchnj.org. And they've got all the info for you. And listen to this. There's a Harry Potter magic show. Okay. Friday, November 4th, starting at 7, Brunswick Square Mall. They just announced this yesterday. It's a free and open event. Madeline the Magician is performing magic spells and will teach your little wizard or witch the ways of Hogwarts. (laughs) Expelliarmus. Hopefully somebody contacted J.K. Rowling so we don't get sued here, right? (laughs) ShopBrunswickSquare.com for all the details. There you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood, CBB. Putting a wraps on this one today. Kind of interesting. It's homecoming time of year. We mentioned there was a Reddit story that's kind of similar. Similar to 
How does some lives turn out unexpectedly? Yeah. Sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Right. But do you remember, think back to prom, you know, that big dance, all that preparation. It's like a little mini wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. All day with the hair and yes. the makeup for the ladies. You go buy the dress. The guy's got to go get a tux probably for the first time. Uh, well, unless you're Catholic, in which case you got to do the <laughs> confirmation communion. There's a lot of tuxedos. You don't usually rent a tux for your confirmation, though, right? Don't you buy those? I might have done a suit. I don't yeah, think I, I think did a you tuxedo. Do a suit. I don't know that you do a tux. I don't know. We're very fancy. The Catholics are very fancy growing up. <laughs> There's a lot of tuxedos. Yeah. Now, where are your prom date now? Think about that. Think back. Who was? Who were they? What would they be doing now? What are they doing now? Do you have any idea? Kim said prom was in 1984. My prom date lives in Tom's River, and we're still friends. Well, that's nice. That is very nice. Stop I love that. to get a little cup of coffee at Wawa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melanie said, living in Brick, married with two kids. We had coffee once after we graduated, but haven't really kept in touch. Hmm. It's interesting to me how many people, uh, well, I mean, Joe is one of them, you know, mm-hmm. who have known their person all along. They've yeah. stayed together all along. They're mm-hmm. still friends. Just amazing to me. Yeah, it I is. Don't, I, have, I don't stay in touch with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Must be why I'm such a miserable individual because no. uh, if you stay in your hometown, you stay in touch with the people you grew up with. That's kind of a nice I, thing. It's like an Andy Griffith show kind of thing. Yes and no, because I visit my hometown quite a bit. <laughs> and I talk to hate, nobody. <laughs> well, I hate, like, every time I go to Target or Starbucks, I see somebody I know, and I just don't, I don't want to. Yeah, like, but those people still live where you grew up. And, I know. And you've moved around the country doing this. Uh, radio. I know, but I hate running into people I know when I'm oh. out and about. I just just leave me alone and let me get my errands done. I don't I don't want to sit and chit chat with you. It happens all the time. I'm if like, you I, had never moved away, would you be more inclined to stay friends with some of these people? You maybe more a, common, maybe right? a handful of people, but not. I had a lot of friends when I was in high school, and I just I don't. I'm good. Like. I, I, well, I think I'm that's what's life. funny about reunions. Some people just love it. Mm-hmm. Like my mother, this is a true story. She'd hate that I'm telling this story. My mother <laughs> has been obviously out of school a long time. Yeah. But she, her best girlfriend uh, from high school, it never moved away from the town. Yeah. And she's still the, the lady that organizes the reunions, the mm-hmm. homecoming and all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. she's been pestering my mother. She contacted me online to try and get my mother to answer her phone call to come back to a high school reunion because there are some people love it and some people just don't care what the and, and I guess with Facebook you can see what people are doing if you really are morbidly curious right. you don't really need to go to a reunion anymore you know I love in your hometown that it's so small that moving out of town is literally 20 minutes away and like nobody ever goes back <laughs> like that's moving away <laughs> you're 20 minutes away well you well, like, can't go I can't go that far I can't go that what and she's using it as an excuse that, I think, of course but, she is but I mean it is out of her way you know I mean listen like we live in Old Bridge we don't go down to seaside very often. I mean, it is kind of a thing. I it's guess, inconvenient. We but got, you didn't move away. You no. still live in the same state. But you know what I mean? Most people just kind of get their little business around the house and yeah. that's it. They don't no, I get it. We got a text from 7661 that said, I went to prom with my sister's friend. It was definitely a pity date. She lives <laughs> in Nebraska now and she's a vet tech. She's not married though, so maybe I should reach out. He's just gotten for punishment, isn't he? It's a pity day. <laughs> Where's your prom date now? We'll keep that going on the Facebook page where we have some funny retro pictures of mm-hmm. uh, the crew here, by the way. 732-774-4444. 774-4444 to text. You can always do that, too. That would be your he said. She said.